This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers, and you know what makes me mad? When insurance companies deny your claim for no good reason. That's why people call me. I'm the lawyer insurance companies don't want to deal with. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Liu. I'm speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors took down the Orlando Magic by a score of 117 to 104 on Wednesday night at uh, the Amway Center. This is the first time the Raptors have been in Orlando all season. Um, And it's a damn shame because, you know, I would love to play the Orlando Magic a lot because, yeah, this team sucks. This team sucks. It's a very depressing club, but... Um, it was, you know, kind of a weird game for the Raptors. Like, um, just a weird game overall. Like, the Raptors came out, like, absolutely on fire. Um, they scored 42 points in the first quarter, but they were also weren't playing any defense. And it was pretty clear from the jump that, like, they didn't respect the Magic. They came into the game with the mindset of, we don't respect the Magic. Uh, and then, you know, the Magic kind of confirmed that for them in terms of just how poorly they were playing defense. And so the Raptors kind of, like, chilled and sat back. And, um, you know, whatever. Like, the game wasn't a blowout like (laughs) you would expect it to be. Um, And, you know, it did get hairy in the third quarter there. There was a couple of times where the Magic actually took a one-point lead. Uh, It didn't help that the Raptors were playing. They were just doing some dumb things, I thought. But... um, yeah, I mean, when it came down to it, when they had to get serious, like this game was completely under their control. Um, the Magic, uh, I think they were. T- I think I mean, I th- I thought they were making some clearly clear tanking moves too because they took out the one guy that was playing the best for them, Hazonia. I don't know why they took him out uh, unless they were trying to lose. But um, yeah, I mean, when the Raptors needed to get serious and get this win in the fourth quarter, they did so. They holding the Magic to 15 points. You compare the 15 points to the 37 they gave it in the first quarter. You know, just tells you how much um, the Raptors had this game under control because it's kind of on a whim, really. Like, the Magic kind of actually played pretty hard. Actually kind of impressed with some of the stuff they were doing offensively. They were pretty crisp. And then defensively, they weren't really... They are really aggressive, at least, which at least shows effort. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the Raptors just easily outclassed them throughout most of this game. Uh, a couple things to note. One... Um, Siakam and Pirtle close out this game, which uh, is a rarity. Um, part of that speaks to the fact that Valanciunas was, you know, not playing well. Uh, and then Ibaka was fine, but ultimately not great. Um, he fouled a three-point shooter in Aaron Gordon. Uh, or at least Aaron Gordon thinks he's a three-point shooter. Um, and But, you know, like... Ibaka was mostly okay. Just Valanciunas just defensively was really poor, um, and he was giving up a lot. And so um, that's one side of the coin. And then the other side is that Pardo and Siakam were playing so well. Um, and when the bench kind of extended um, the Raptors' one-point lead and stretched it out into an actual, you know, sizable one, a lot of that was because Pardo and Siakam were playing so well. You know, Pardo coming with a big block. 
Proto tonight just defensively was phenomenal in terms of his uh, positioning and everything else. Just a great game for Proto and Siakam overall. And then Siakam, I mean, um, of late, he's looked just incredible. Um, the other day, uh, DeMar called him uh, the Raptors' Draymond Green, and he kind of is playing that role for the Raptors, and that, that point-forward role that can guard anybody. It's really impressive to see Siakam guard out there, especially when he guards wings. Like, he loves doing that. Like, today he was going over screens. Like, avoiding screens, staying attached to the, the ball handler, and, like, just going over the top of screens. Like, when do you ever see bigs do that, right? Like, it's it's really rare. It's a nice skill that he has. Uh, I thought Siakam actually thoroughly outplayed Aaron Gordon. Um, and, you know, I thought this was just like a... It, it spoke to kind of where the two, like, franchises are in terms of just their approaches the last couple of years. Because, like... You know, the Magic, obviously, they tanked when they tra- they traded away Dwight Howard. And they wanted to rebuild, and they got a new GM. And he was the guy that was with the Thunder for a while, Rob Hennigan. And, you know, they kind of did the rebuild. But the thing is, they didn't really have, like, a structure for the actual organization to, you know, be successful within. And so, you could tell with all these guys, like, it's like, who are... Like, who... Despite the fact that they've had all these top picks or whatever... They don't have anybody that looks impressive. Like, Aaron Gordon is probably the crown jewel of their development, and that's really sad. And you look at Aaron Gordon tonight, like, he wasn't even doing much, man. Like, Siakam looked way better than Aaron Gordon. And, you know, Aaron Gordon's a fourth pick. Siakam is was picked, what, 22nd or 27th or something like that? But, like, a late first-round pick. Um, and, you know, the difference there is not necessarily talent. It's just, like, structure in terms of where these players have been brought up and what the organization stand for. And you look at Aaron Gordon tonight, 11 points, 10 rebounds, 4 of 9 shooting, 1 of 6 from 3, minus 12. Evan Fournier, another guy that they got, minus 17. 17 points on 15 shots. Ugh, man, I mean, they, they had Alfred Payton. They traded him for a second-round pick. Um, you look at Hazonia, I mean, at least he had a respectable night, but... Just after all those years of losing, this is what they have. And you look on the other side of the Raptors. I mean, we picked a guy like Fred Van Vliet off um, the free agent, undrafted free agent pool. And he had a really nice game. He hit two threes um, down the stretch and also had a really great hustle play where he, he went to the basket, didn't get a foul call, didn't make the layup. He fell over, but he, he got right back up and he like hustled his way back into the play and got a steal from behind. And the Raptors turned that into a dunk, I think, for Pirtle. So... Um, you know, like it just speaks to the difference in the two franchises. It really does. Like it's it's night and day. And I know I know the Magic are trying to rebuild their, <laughs> and, and actually the Magic are actually trying to model themselves after the Raptors, which is kind of surreal when you think about it. Like when you look around the league, there's people trying to model themselves over the Warriors. Uh, you know, trying to copy the Spurs. Obviously, the Spurs have been copied over and over and over again. They have their executives all over the league. And for a team like Orlando to, like, replicate what the Raptors are doing um, is impressive. And, you know, it's impressive in the sense that it's flattering. But I I don't know how um, successful they will be at the moment. But if you look at Orlando, it's actually pretty funny. Like, (laughs) their general manager is Jeff Baltman, obviously, uh, who I still can't believe the Raptors got a second-round pick for. Um, Messiah, the Swindle God. Swindle God, gang. (laughs) A second-round pick for an executive. Um, you know, they have Bismack Biombo. Uh, they have Terrence Ross. They have DJ Augustin, who is their starting point guard. And, yeah, I mean, 
Oh, man. We cut DJ Augustine back in 2013. The Raptors cut him, and uh, here he is as the starting point guard uh, four years, five years later. Um, you know, Anthony Parker is the, their G League general manager. Um, there was a report out there today from Mitch Lawrence that the, the Magic might look to replace uh, Fred Vogel with Frank Vogel with someone like uh, Jerry Stackhouse this summer because I think the link there is obviously, you know, Waltman from the Raptors, you know, Stack being one of the top coaching candidates also with the Raptors. But regardless, like the Magic are really trying to build a team like the Raptors. And that's crazy. Never in the history of time has anybody looked at the Raptors and said, I want to actually be like them and take actionable steps towards building a system like the Raptors. And that more than anything else, um, was kind of the takeaway. I mean, like, the game itself, like, did you ever think the Raptors were going to lose this game? There weren't. Um, they needed to, first off, um, keep, you know, pace because the the Celtics um, have been pretty good, really good after the All-Star break. Tonight, the Celtics scored 134 points on the Charlotte Hornets. Um, but, yeah, so the Raptors, you know, they have to keep winning to uh, keep that half a game lead over the, the Celtics. But, you know, at the same time, you just know the Raptors are going to be solid. And a lot of these games, look, energetically, they're not going to be there. Like, um, I don't think the starters really play with complete urgency on, on defense. Um, but that's when the young guys come in, man. If the Raptors do end up winning, winning 60 games, and if we end up securing that first seed, it's because a lot of these games, you know, the bench is going to be there to pick up the starters all the time and, and pick up their energy on nights when they're not going to play well. And the thing is, like, the starters are a pretty good unit. Like, they're one of the best units in the league by plus minus. Um, but so is the bench. Like, the bench is just, like, they don't give up, and they're always going to be solid on defense. Like, um, when the bench came in today, they solidified the defense, you know, first quarter, 37 points, second quarter, 26 points. And then the fourth quarter, 15 points. And, you know, the backbone of that that bench unit, Siakam, Pirtle, and I guess Van Bleet, the three of them were to play the entire fourth quarter, and they deserved to because they were balling, so... Good on the Raptors and uh, good professional win. You know, like yeah, they lollygagged, whatever, um, but ultimately they did really well. They did miss a lot of free throws, which is kind of weird. Um, but overall, their their execution on offense was was you know just beautiful. There are a lot of great passes from this game. Uh, Thirty three assists for the Raptors tonight. Fifty four percent shooting from the field. Twelve of thirty from deep. Uh, Kalari was hot early on. Uh, Van Bleet got hot later on, uh, and then just a couple of threes sprinkled throughout. JV had a three, Ibaka had a three, OG had a three. Um, that's probably the only negative thing from this game is the fact that OG uh, went down with a ankle injury. Um, what happened was, you know, OG was actually doing pretty well. Um, three, three of three shooting from the field, uh, had an assist where he was posted up. A good play, um, you know, kept his dribble alive, and then found Pirtle on a cut. Uh, when the help came, um, so that was good, and, you know, seven points, Ananobi, that's great in 10 minutes, um, but what happened was, uh, OG was in transition, uh, Larry hit it ahead to him, Larry tonight also, 11 assists, um, pretty nice night from that perspective, um, but, yeah, I mean, OG goes up for the layup, it's contested, he kind of comes down, it's not like he lands on anybody, it was just like he was so high up in the air that, uh, when he came down, he was going so fast in transition, and he got, you know, there was somebody around him. I just don't think he had a, the, the most solid of landings, and he was kind of, like, limping around for a while, and so the Raptors took him out of the game. 
and he didn't play the second half. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully the Raptors, you know, hopefully that's nothing. I don't think it was much, but um, obviously they have enough depth there to uh, to play it safe. Although I say that, but Norman Powell had the zero 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 zero. Uh, the Sam Mitchell. We had guys out there that had zero 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 zero. <laughs> that's I mean, Norm, bro. Like you didn't even take a shot. Like I, I guess that's okay. But man, eleven minutes, zero shots. Um, yeah. But um, I don't know. I'm confident, Norm. I mean, look, our next game is what against Washington. Like Norm plays well against Washington. I'm not too worried about that. But uh, yeah, uh, if OG does need to sit out a game for just precaution or whatever, you know, that's another opportunity for Norm to, um, you know, find some footing. But uh, overall, a, a steady effort. In terms of your three stars, first star, I'm giving it to Pascal Siakam, um, our little Draymond Green. Even He's even spacing out on the bench. 14 points, six rebounds, four assists, two steals, a block, seven of nine shooting from the field in 25 minutes, a plus seven, got to close the game, had some great plays down the stretch. Uh, I love Siakam. I don't. I don't even know. I've just, I feel like he's gotten the star like for like the last like two weeks straight. He's just played so well. Um, his front court partner and vacation buddy, Jakob Pertl, second star, thirteen points, eight rebounds, five assists, two steals, two, three blocks, five of seven shooting from the field. A perfect three of three from the free throw line, which is nice. Uh, on a night where the Raptors were not shooting well from the free throw line, um, Pertl, who is not necessarily a good three point shooter confidently stepped up there and hit three so um excellent game from proto defensively uh, completely shut down um the magic and uh you know efficient as always on offense making the right passes you know great stuff from proto I, I loved i love the way he played today and then your third star uh i'll give it to kyle 17 points seven rebounds 11 assists six of 11 shooting from the field four threes he was one of five from the free throw line which is weird but Let's, we can forget all that. We can also forget the fact that he had a very uncharacteristic stretch in the end of the third quarter where he was trying almost single-handedly to give the momentum back to the Magic. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kyle was wet. Like, he just... The the three-point shot has been really on for him of late, so it's it's nice to see that for sure. But more than anything else, just a distribution and the way he pushed the pace. I mean, those 11 assists, it's, it's really nice. He had one where he was driving to the paint and then like kind of like swung it over his shoulder against three defenders to Fred open in the corner in the fourth quarter. Like, you know, beautiful stuff from Kyle. And uh, beautiful stuff from the Raptors overall. In terms of your Gerald Henderson Award for the opposing random scrub that lights up the Raptors, it's Mario Hazonia, who is um, pretty much like another Terrence Ross. Like, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Hazonia got hot today. 17 points. He's playing really well of late. It's good, good on him. Of course, he was playing really well, and he was hitting a couple of shots in the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden, the Magic benched him, probably because, you know, they're tanking. Yeah. Yeah. This is how the Raptors could have been in 2013-14, you know? we could. This could have been the Raptors. Like, if you look at this up and down this roster, Vucevic as their Bargnani, um, Fournier as their DeRozan, Aaron Gordon as... I guess Aaron Gordon's more like their DeRozan. Who's Fournier? Like like Kyle Lowry, like a young vet that wants to leave. You got some overpaid players up and down the roster, and uh, Hezonia is what Terrence Ross. Yeah, this team is miserable, man. I don't. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, hopefully the fake Raptors nine hundred five club over there can uh, have some success moving forward. But uh, in the meantime, the Raptors 
take care of business. Anyway, I'll be back uh, after the next game on Friday to recap what hopefully is another Raptors win. Peace.